eight years with a 103-90 to win over the Celtics last night. You said just a couple minutes ago when you walked in how bad of a game it was. I said that I stopped watching it halfway through the third quarter. What are your thoughts? Well, here's the deal. I have a lot of thoughts, and we can sprinkle these in as the show goes on, but I think as an you know, as a analyst, we'll call ourselves pseudo-analyst, I think NBA analysts all over the country today will have to walk a fine line between you need to give the Warriors their proper due. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played pretty well. Yeah. Um, not, I mean, they didn't play great. They played pretty well. The fine line I'm talking about is avoiding just heaping criticism on Boston without giving the Warriors a proper due. Boston was yeah. terrible. The Celtics were terrible last night. I agree. Uh, 22 turnovers yep. in an elimination game. Le- lethargic defense in an elimination game. If I were front office for Boston, I would not – I'm not thinking about firing Ime Adoka. Yeah, he's no he probably got him to the finals. It's a stupid. That's a it ridiculous. is first year. But but that game planted a seed in my head of I gotta watch. We gotta watch this. This this was inexplicable. How poorly they played in that game with their backs to the wall at home. Now now what my my reaction last night because I did go back and I I kind of watched everything back and and kind of dove a little bit deeper reading some stuff. What, I, what I've realized is, number one, finals experience does matter, right? We came into the series. Absolutely. We came into the series going, and I did, and I still think it's somewhat of a valid argument. We were not comparing necessarily Jason Tatum slash, Jason, or, uh, slash uh, Jalen Brown to Steph and Clay. Not necessarily comparing, but it was that conversation of how much is f- that finals experience from Steph and Clay going to matter? And, and Draymond. The, and Draymond, yeah, and exactly. Draymond. And separate themselves down down the down the road. It mattered, and, and it mattered big time because you also realized that the Celtics didn't have a dude. They didn't have a guy they, that they night. that they lean on. And and, and Tatum, Tatum Tatum had tries, a disastrous Tatum game. Tatum tries to be that guy. Tatum tries to be the difference maker. And there's there's some bright spots and there's some flashes to where Tatum could could take that team on over the over the hump on his own. But not like Steph and Clay do for for the Warriors. It's not even close. And last night really showed it that when when crunch time mattered, there there's a far there's a, there's a ton of separation between Steph and Clay and and Jason and Jalen. There is Curry last night with thirty four. Now Jalen Brown did have thirty four. He did have a good night. Yes, Jalen Brown did have thirty four. Tatum, on the other hand, I, I would call it a disastrous night. Six for eighteen from the field, five turnovers. Uh, 13 points and just I, I just thought he looked awful now yeah we we've criticized Draymond Green Draymond Green was strong last night 12 points 12 rebounds eight assists uh, Draymond was tough Draymond Dray, Draymond you got to give him his due I mean we we criticized him yeah heavily heavily on this program but last night he showed up and and showed out in 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 a big uh game yeah, uh, what's that say? Uh, Gus is flashing. Oh, Jason Tatum, two points in the second half. Good Yikes. stat. Thank you, Gus. Gus on the grease board this morning. Um, Tatum, two points Yikes. in the second half. He looked lethargic. Yeah. Now, 
I, I can go too far with things sometimes. But if I'm the NBA commissioner, I'm mildly concerned about the product right now. I say mildly concerned. And not enough to address it the probably. Enti- over the entire NBA. Yeah. Okay, I would agree. Yeah. We just had the conversation yeah. yesterday. I'm, I'm actually watching that game last night thinking about the commissioner. This is not Yeah. This is not a an elimination game on primetime TV I agree. that would make the NBA proud at all. No. It well, wasn't a great game. We were just having the conversation yesterday and I mentioned how last year, years before, years prior, I would not watch any of the NBA the 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 NBA conference finals. I would not watch any of the rounds before that. I would watch the elimination game or the clinching game in the NBA finals and it would be for the last quarter and a half or so. Mm-hmm. But instead, I, so I turned it on last night because I, I knew I knew we were going to talk about it. And there was a part of me that was a little interested in the idea of how is Boston going to respond right. after after losing game five? Because once again, you have such polar opposites in a team that's been to the finals in I, I don't know the specific how many times in the last eight years or whatever. But you have this team that was also the Warriors had this had the worst record in the NBA two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're back. Mm-hmm. And it's well, because of guys like Steph and Clay. Well, Clay was hurt. Right? He was. He was. Yeah. So, but still, it's like really one player is going to elevate you from the worst record in the NBA. Well, I can't remember the dynamics to, of that season, but I get you. Yeah. So the the idea of it, but yeah. it was like you have such polar opposites between the the Warriors and the Celtics in terms of especially f- NBA Finals experience. That I was like, you know what? Let's let's see how Boston responds in Game Six. And I t- I turned it off I- halfway through the third quarter. And that's, I was that's what I mean. That's, that's, not, that's, that's not a good sign. That's not good. And yeah. I don't know if anybody else was out there. Let us know. 402-464-5685. But you do not want people turning it off your product in the NBA finals. And, and let's be finals. clear. Let's be clear. You're not an anti-NBA guy. Absolutely not. And I'm not either. I want to like it. Absolutely I, not. I want to be I want to I want to have that sort of NBA zest that I had throughout my childhood. So, hey, Nick, seventies, eighties, nineties. I was a hu- I was huge into it, and I still feel the pull to watch that game last night. I watch. I watched three quarters of it. I missed the first quarter. Yeah. But when I tuned in, I was captivated because the Warriors were up. I was like, Oh God, Boston's in trouble. Boston's in yeah. trouble. And then Golden State went up sixteen in the first half. Well, they went no, on they a went 21. It was a 21-0 run. Yeah, they went on a 21-0 run. How do you allow that to happen? You're if the you're best defense in the NBA. Yeah, they didn't look like it last. They were it, terrible. Yeah, th- that's, that's that's why lethargic is a really really good description. In lethargic. My you were absolutely right. Twice in the fourth quarter. Twice in the fourth quarter. Boston needing badly needing stops. It crawled back in the game. Got it down to eight. Got it down to eight. Yeah. Twice needing stops. Curry gets to the rim. Horford guarding him. You'd expect help. No help. Yeah. Lethargic. That's the lethargic. It was G League defense. Yeah. That's what it was. That's why I am mildly critical of Udoka. I don't know who you I don't I don't want to go that down that road too far because in the NBA, I think it's more on the players. I agree. Come on. I mean, yeah. what what are you doing in that instance? You need stops, and you allow, I'm going to say, the smallest player on the court to get all the way to the rim yep. in a half-court set? 
Well, you got to be kidding me. So so we, we get the couple texts on the text line that says, give the Warriors their due. This we is, are. That's not this conversation. We have yeah. to, though. No, no, they are. I, what I, did I, I open... say, though? We have, there has to be a balance, and right now we're probably Absolutely. not balanced. You're probably right. We're so with that in mind, I mean, the Warriors, like like Sip is saying and like you guys are saying on the text line, absolutely give them credit. We, we just said, I mean, Steph. we we talked so bad about Draymond yesterday and, and the wine and everything. He had a really good game. He did. Steph had a great game. Like, 34 points in, in a clinching NBA Finals game, that's the kind of performance out of superstars. Absolutely. And that's that's where the separation between guys like Steph and a guy like Jason Tatum. Now, the, the conversation today is unfortunately going to be, in my opinion, more about how Jason Tatum didn't show up rather than Steph showing up. Wasn't just Jason Tatum because though. because are we supp- it is but he's he's the face though Sip I mean it was Marcus Smart too. Marcus Smart well defense and, wise especially well I mean you're not expecting forty points from Marcus Smart in, in a clinching game game in the NBA Smart finals. and Tatum were a combined ten for thirty from the field yeah. they, they 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 have a glaring a glaring need of a point guard yeah Smart isn't the answer again twenty two turnovers twenty two turnovers by the way. 16 turnovers by by the Warriors. It wasn't it wasn't a well-played game. Yeah. It really wasn't. But the text lines, right? Whoever's texting, we got to give the Warriors their due. I mean, Kerr obviously is a fabulous coach. Yeah. They will have a shot to win it again next year. Their, their young guys will have to step up because you got to you got to get those older guys through the through the rigors of the regular season. What's on your mind? I'm trying to think how so I mean, we we talk about I had one thought that I, I, I just, just escaped me. Um Kent says this and I'm curious what your what your thoughts are. Warriors could have won without their superstars. Uh uh-uh, no. It, well I don't think it was that type of game, no. I think they needed hey, now keep in mind, Boston Boston closed it to eight. I mean, there was on a few occasions. And I thought for a period, okay, the Warriors I mean, it would have been really fitting in in our conversation if Boston if Boston commits twenty two turnovers and somehow wins the game, mm-hmm. that would have been an abomination. But the Warriors staved that off. Um, no, but they staved it off because because Steph continued to hit shots, and it was mostly Steph. Wiggins hit a few big shots though too. Andrew Wiggins hit a few critical shots down the stretch. He finished with eighteen. It wasn't just Steph. It wasn't just Steph, but Clay Thompson last night was five for twenty. Five for twenty. He he almost shot Boston back into yeah. the game. It but but again, Steph is there. Steph is the stabilizer. Wiggins is a stabilizer. So no, I, I disagree. I disagree that Golden State would have beat Boston without its stars. No, I so disagree. I, I remember the thought I was just having. So anyway, there, there was a time in the first half with the with the Boston Celtics. They were it was in the midst of the twenty one zero run for for the Golden State Warriors in the first half there, um, because the the Celtics were up at fourteen to two or twelve to two at one point, and then they allowed yeah. they allowed the Warriors to get back and, and eventually take the lead at the end of the first quarter with the twenty one zero run. And there was there was a time that you talk about understanding and, and mid game adjustments and, and understanding when switches are made and things like that. And for for about two straight, two or three straight possessions, the Celtics got a switch where Horford was guarded by Steph Curry. 
Horford, guard, yes. Steph Curry was guarding right. Al Horford. It was happening throughout the night, yes. Yes, throughout the night. And there was a time where, where Boston turned absolutely freezing from, from beyond the arc, just shooting the ball in general offensively. And every time, they, they, didn't, they, they neglected to get the ball to Al Horford. And, and there was times, like, I'm, I'm sitting here like, Al Horford may be the most experienced player on the floor right now. In, in maybe not in NBA Finals games, obviously, but in just NBA experience. Oh, he's an old man. He is, yeah. he is an old man, and he's the most experienced player on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting to the ball, but instead, Derek White, who has been a dude mm-hmm. this postseason, is, is jacking up threes and, and not even hitting the rim. They're hitting the backboard and just falling down. And I'm sitting here going... Every time, I mean, whoever the, the, the color guy was last night was saying, you got to get the ball to Al Horford. Van Gundy. Yes, Van Gundy. And Mark Jackson. They're like, you got to get the ball to Al Horford. He's, they switch Curry to where he's guarding Al Horford, which is a giant advantage for, sure. for Boston, size-wise. And when you're in the midst of giving up a 21-0 run, you want to get close to the basket rather you. than jacking up threes. I totally agree. And like that, those are things that if, if you neglect to get the ball to Al Horford in that situation, the lack of mid-game adjustments will eventually lose you games. You did notice. And especially against a team like the Golden State Warriors that are so hot and can, can shoot the lights out 98% of the time, every little bit counts like that. Oh, yeah. And every empty possession hurts you more and more, especially no when they're stacked upon it, each other. It does. Now, on the other hand, Nick, you, when you play the Warriors, you do get a lot of possessions. So, you do. So that mitigates that those damages a little bit. Horford is somewhat culpable in that conversation. I don't know if you noticed in the second half, there was a time where he Steph was guarding him. He had the ball in the paint and didn't go up with it. That is true. Inexplicable. You're right. I, uh, yeah. That it was just a, a bad night for the, for the Celtics. But, again, for balance, tip your cap to the Golden State Warriors. Four yeah. titles in eight years. That, that threesome that's been together since 2013, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph, Two of those guys last night were excellent. Draymond Green and Steph Curry. Draymond Green, again, 12 points, 8 assists, 12 rebounds. Steph Curry, 34 points, uh, how many assists? Seven assists. Magnificent. Wiggins Wiggins hit critical shots, 18 points. Yeah, they played. They played. I would say the Warriors played at a B level. B level. I would give the Celtics an overall F, a failing grade yeah. for that moment. And why? 22 turnovers is the main reason. But just, okay, Nick, 22 turnovers and poor defense in an elimination game. When, when the defense is your strongest side of the Had ball. been. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, going in, I mean, think about it. The Heat series, they held Kyle Lowry and uh, Struess to 0 for 19 in game five mm-hmm. on the road at Miami, and that's why they got the big win on the road at Miami was because mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry and Struess went 0 for, combined 0 for 19. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's the defense that they've been hanging their hat on. And luckily enough, in, like, game one of the finals, they were able to shoot the lights out on the road at the Chase Center in San Francisco, and they got away with a win. Mm-hmm. And in that, that game, I mean, if you go back – Steph Curry was scoreless in the second quarter. Steph Curry, Steph Curry scored very few points in the second half of that of game one as well. And so you're like, is this sustainable? Or are they going to actually be able to keep Steph Curry scoreless in a couple quarters? Well, they did in game five. Like game they five, did a good job in game. They five. they they struck or excuse me, Steph Curry struggled in game uh, five for nine from three points. Exactly. So I, I want to read this though because Steph Curry wins uh, the the Finals MVP last night. Well deserved. Absolutely. So I'm going to read some numbers here. 
The Warriors captured their fourth title in eight seasons, the first to achieve that feat since the Michael Jordan-era Chicago Bulls in 91-98. Uh, Curry was named Finals MVP. He averaged 31.2 points, six rebounds, and five assists per game while shooting 44% from three-point range in the series. He joins Jordan, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, and Kareem as the only players with four rings, multiple league MVPs, and a finals MVP. Yeah, Steph is the, the what I heard on national. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. Radio this morning is the debate will be is he a top ten all time player? I don't I don't know that I could put him in that okay ca- category, but the fact that it's even discussed is 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 very much you tip your cap to Curry for even being discussed in that vein, right? Yeah. Um, again, yes, the Warriors did they deserve this title? The unfortunate part of it is. We're, we're always going to talk about this elimination game as a dud. That's See, unfortunately, Nick, that's what that's the last taste in our mouth. That leaves us – people that watch that game last night – Talking about the night, product? Yeah, the product. Yeah. If, you're, yeah. if you're not a – a Warriors fans feel fine. But if you're oh, just yeah. a, 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 guy, a guy like you or a guy like me that is I, – I would consider myself an NBA fan. Yeah, just but, a general NBA. But fan. that 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 yes. uh, you'll you, that won't that won't be a game you remember. No, except you will remember it as a dud. That's that's how you'll remember it. I, I agree. I agree. A dud, it, it, an absolute dud. That's what that game was. I watched the entire game, wondering if the Celtics might pull a comeback, pull off yeah. a comeback, and win, and win, and and be it's sort of an embarrassing win, but. Golden State did a good job of, of staving off Boston's runs late. Would it be would it be fair to say I I think not enough people talk about Steph's defense. He play, because, because we got pointed out at the text line like the Warriors caused a lot of those turnovers for Boston. They absolutely did. They did. But they did. They did. But don't do that. I don't want to hear that too much. Boston is a terrible ball handling team. Everybody knows that they've been a ball, terrible ball handling team throughout this series. Where, you do where give, is where we need a true? Yeah, you guard. do. You do give the Warriors some credit. They play excellent defense, but a lot of the turnovers are just they're unforced. Yeah, just bad decisions with the ball. The Celtics make terrible decisions with the ball. JJ Redick is talking about it. Has talked was talking about it in the last few days. Um, the new ESPN analyst. But, you know, you absolutely do have to give the Warriors credit for their defense. I got, see, you notice what we started off by saying. There's a line you're walking today in discussing this. You don't want to go too far down the road of criticism for the Celtics without giving the Warriors exactly. the proper due. So you've got to strike the balance. Maybe we're not doing it. And it's, I was just saying, it's easy to go on, go heavy on the side of blaming the Celtics. Well, they were terrible last night. Exactly. It's easy to go on that side right now. It was right striking. And I, and I apologize to the Warriors fans. For, for that, for for going down that road, but it was striking how bad. And we got to remember this in our general. For, I mean, your general coverage of sports. It's sometimes like we'll, we'll do this with Nebraska football, where you're. It's they show up and play poorly, and you just say, "What? How could that happen?" Yeah. Well, think about the NBA Finals next time, and this, think about the Boston Celtics. 
how could how isn't that ama- an amazing <clears throat> element of sport that in that setting in an elimination game on their home court they could show up just and have 22 cold. turnovers just go cold 22 turnovers and play lethargically on defense how could yeah. effort be an issue in that thing now that's the human element that's it's not a video game that's where the human element comes in you just humans are very complex in my opinion I, some people tell me no sip they're not complex it they're yeah they are and this is an example how does that happen how did they look like that last night they didn't look into the game last night how does that happen in an elimination game on hollowed ground i just i just it's wonder. the boston garden it, yeah, where was true. Celtic pride? Well, well, we we mentioned it. I mean, the the mystique. DP used that word, mystique. Of, where of was the mystique? At, but playing on on your home floor was They're taken six away. Six and six in the playoffs on their they home are. floor. They are. Yeah, that's that's the that's the craziest thing is you look back and and it's it's been spotty by the Celtics this postseason because they haven't been able to lock down home floor. No. It, and then you you just wonder. I mean, what are what does this look like if they win their first game at home, game three? It would have, or game four, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They would have won game four. Like going back to going know. back to the Warriors with with a with a game lead, like rather than uh, with it being tied at two. Like, what's this look like? Do I don't. They, know. Are they able to close it out on the road? Because sometimes they play better, they shoot better on the road. They have done that. They shot better at Miami on the road than they did at home. Yeah, and and, and, and I you do got to give Boston for getting there. Give yes. give give Boston credit for getting there it's just oh man I'll tell you what those guys I feel for them because all off season they have this hanging over them Tatum will have a lot to oh, prove just not showing year. up yeah Tatum Jason Tatum will have a lot to prove he's got this two point second half hanging over him all off season yeah right and that's where it's just like they gotta they gotta address the point guard situation that and I, I like I think Marcus Smart is an okay player. Like I think he's okay. Great he's defender. Not, he's not ready to be the guy. And that's where I was like Great yesterday. Defender. Yesterday with Derek White jacking up threes instead of giving it off to Al Horford, he missed one, missed everything on the rim, hit the backboard, it fell off. They got an easy defensive rebound underneath the hoop. And Derek White won for six. From and and the now field. now Derek White has Derek White has played well this postseason. He's been a shining star for Boston this postseason. So I don't want to discredit him and say that he shouldn't be shooting. However, in that situation when you're tw- down, when you're in the midst of giving up a twenty one oh run to the Warriors, somebody else has to take the shot because unfortunately you're not that dude. You're you're just not that guy. Derek White. Di- Derek White. And he's I, been he he can shoot he can be that guy, but in that situation, it's like Derek. Why is that really your number one option to be jacking up a contested three? I usually not. Just go let's see what John has to say. We good, have a call him. Good morning, John. Happy Friday. What's on your mind, guys? Good morning. How's your day going, John in Des Moines? A, a, a great NBA fan. What is on your mind? Well, a lot's on my mind, uh, and uh, you guys is. Shows have been great this week, and certainly uh, been you. enjoying the NBA talk. Even though it might not all be uh, pro NBA right now, Sip. Uh, so I thought I'd chime in here after the finals, here real quick. So hey, real quick on the Celtics. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they they did not play well last night. They didn't finish the series well. Let's not forget if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt for the Bucks, I don't think they're even Ooh, in the finals. That's a great point. Um, I think great fatigue point. set in. They played two game seven series leading into this. They look tired and. and yep. I know that's probably not an acceptable excuse, obviously, but uh, 
I think fatigue's a big part of that league, and I think that's why they're looking at, um, you know, maybe shorting the league, the season a little bit. I hope that really doesn't happen, but it's possible. I mean, those guys, Zip, I'm with you. I'm an NBA fan from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. You know, but back then the rule was guys took breaks on defense a lot. I mean, now guys extend that court. I mean, I almost think there's not enough room on the court anymore for, mm. the, for the territory these guys cover, mm. the runouts that these guys have. Guys don't shoot open jump shots very more unless maybe you're Golden State and you have ball movement like them. I mean, I think those guys, I mean, I, I just can't imagine how grueling that season is in a young team like Boston. It looks like fatigue caught up with them a little bit. Now, listen, I enjoyed the NBA versus hockey uh, talk yesterday, and it seems like every decade or so that, you know, this kind of comes up. The NBA kind of swoons a little bit in its popularity. Hockey gets hot and everyone gets talked about it. I remember back in 1994, back when you used to run to your mailbox to get Sports Illustrated, when that was like how we got our sports news, Yeah, that yeah. there was a cover in 1994, in the summer of 1994. And I, I remember about, about throwing the magazine in the ditch after I got it out of the mailbox. Uh, it said one half of the program of the cover shows why the NBA is why the NHL is hot, why the NBA is not. Hmm. So this pops up every so often. That was right after Jordan, and everyone was worried that the league, you know, was going nowhere fast or whatever. So you know, there's always going to be dips and valleys in its popularity. But and I get there's too much, a little too much flopping, complaining about refs or load management, things like that. But but we like stars in sports, right? I mean, stars oftentimes really carry a sport, and the NBA simply has the biggest stars in sports, guys like LeBron, Giannis, Steph, future stars like Luka, John mm-hmm. Moran, even Jason Tatum. You know, there's nothing like it, and, and they just move the needle. Let's face it, whether you like them or don't like them, you like to cheer them on, maybe complain about them. I mean, NBA stars, the NBA offseason, some people think carries – yeah. Is more you know intriguing than the NBA season, so we'll, you know get ready for an off season of it. So now, if we know you like top ten coach rankings, right? And you alluded to it earlier. I love all time NBA top player rankings. Okay, okay. I've always interested in that, and, and I haven't thought for a long time. You know, the top ten is I've always thought it's fairly concrete, and, and I never really saw anybody breaking into it possibly. So in any order, I think you're looking at Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic Bird. Russell Chamberlain, I think the more the newer generation, Tim Duncan, Shaq, probably Kobe, right? Okay. But I think Steph Curry, you have to honestly look at that guy uh, for the top ten now. Besides his accomplishments, the four championships, the two MVPs, one of them's unanimous. He's the only player to ever do that. And obviously being the greatest shooter we've ever seen. I think he's the greatest superstar teammate in the history of professional sports. He stepped aside and mm-hmm. welcomed Kevin Durant to Golden State. Not a lot of superstars would be good with that. How many, how many NBA stars have shown loyalty to their franchise that drafted him? He's doing that. The Warriors, two years ago, when Thompson and Curry was hurt, Thompson or Curry missed most of the season with a broken hand. He had to have surgery on. They were the worst record in the NBA. They had the second pick in the draft. How many superstars would allow their franchise to take that pick and not use that pick to trade for another guy to try to get him on top right away? And he's, he's allowed him that. Even this year, a lot of people wanted him to trade Jonathan Kaminga, who hasn't even really played in the finals. A young player they really like. A lot of superstars would have pushed them to trade that guy to get another vet to try to get on top. He hasn't done that either. So, um, you know, if you're asking me in the last 20 years, I know LeBron's the best player, obviously, in the last 20 years. But if you're asking me, who would you start your franchise with? Who do you want leading your team, leading, you know, the character of him, the loyalty of him? I think it's Steph Curry. I mean, I think that's the guy you'd want to build your franchise around. So I think that they need. I don't know who needs to go out of that top ten, but they need to make room for him. So okay. instead of looking at the game as being a dud or worrying about the product, I choose to celebrate 
you know, a pro sports dynasty, uh, the best franchise in sports, and we're celebrating today an all-time great player. So I'll let you go, guys. Have Thank a good day. you. That was great. What a great call. Great call. What a John. great call. And I'm glad John mentioned a couple things. First of all, Steph is a teammate. He is a great teammate. Fantastic. He is. He he doesn't cause – does Steph Curry think he ever causes problems in the locker room? No. I mean, no. he's human. There's probably There's probably minor issues sometimes. Tremendous teammate. John, that's a great phone call. Yeah, fantastic, actually. That was really deep. Also, that little mention he made of the court size, I do wonder I've, I wonder about that, too. Now, having seen yeah. games live, when you see them live, those guys, they're such freaks. That There's such length in that league that I've, I've contemplated that as well. It wouldn't be – it would be a change the NBA could make that would barely be noticeable, mm-hmm. expanding the court size a little bit. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even notice probably. Yeah. Um, or not much. You'd get used to it quickly. But, yeah, I'm glad John provided that balance to the conversation. I, I agree. You know, that was, and that was really good. That was really fascinating. Well, John's a great John, – now, John is a great listener of early break. Yeah. He has been really from the start. And he's a great NBA fan. This, this, now, the other part of that conversation, Steph as a top 10 player, I haven't contemplated it, so I don't want to go down that road too far. The fact that we're even, that we're even talking about it is a yeah. great compliment to him, and I think you have to discuss it. I don't know if I could get him in there. And, then John, I don't know if I want to build a franchise around a guard. I, 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 I prefer to – build a franchise around a bigger player not necessarily center because yeah. the center positions you know it's it, it's sort of it's changed dr- dramatically but I don't know if I want to build it around a guard one, one thing that stuck out to me about John's call was well he mentioned fatigue and things like that and that's where that NBA finals experience really separates itself in my opinion is we, we talked about it earlier this week is you have three days in between every game you have three days or it's a three-day three game break or three, three day. day three day break okay Ooh. So you have that time. Obviously, cross-country flights, every other game or That's whatever. Tough. That's, That's tough to do. We talked about it earlier this week, Sip. The Warriors know how to manage that stuff. Yes. The Warriors have been here before. That's a good point. Recently. That's recently. Point. Steph knows how to train and teach the younger guys, the Jordan Pools, the... the, the Kevon Looney. Yes. The how, how to act, how to right. handle their body, mm-hmm. how to get treatment, how to, how, to ori- or, uh, how to orchestrate their day nowadays. Because Absolutely. they've been there. That matters. It does but, matter. You're and, right. And it's a two way street. John hit it on the head. I mean, being a good teammate, Steph, but also it's the guy it's the Jordan Pools of the world willing to listen. Yeah, Gary Payton. Gary Payton, yes. Willing to underst- understanding that I need to listen to this dude because now he's in the conversation for possible top ten player of all time. Absolutely. So it, so John provided it's, it's, balance. Absolutely. So thank God you. To, you to, thank you again to John. Yeah. Um once again, four oh two four six four five six eight five. Appreciate you guys providing the conversation. It's a Friday, so that's exciting. But Gus has a, a, Gus, a shocking look. Board? Okay, Gus, what's, what's on wrong, your mind, Gus? Man? Did you say you wouldn't build it around a guard? Yeah, that's You know what Golden State what did? What? They built it around a guard and won four championships. Yeah, they. De- I mean, I mean, come on. I prefer I mean, a big. Even their big man in the big, big three is like 6'9". And I'm not I mean, even talking a big. I'm just... I'm not talking whether it's a forward, seven Yeah, foot. whether it's a forward or... LeBron. I mean, sure, but I mean, you LeBron. just watch Golden State pretty much come from being an awful franchise, adding Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, two mm-hmm. 
shooting yeah, smaller shooting at, guards. I and, don't look at the Warriors as building around one player. This is not just a Steph conversation. No, but I mean, this he is really, Clay he, Thompson. He got this there is first. Draymond Green. They've been together. Those three have been together yeah. since 2013. I don't look at this as you, they built around Steph. They built around Draymond, Clay Thompson, and Steph. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say they did, but I think Steph was really important in changing the culture, and you don't see many players well, like Steph who are so unselfish and can allow yeah. role players and other right. players to become great like he can. Yeah, he's changed the game. I mean, the way you play the game in many ways. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Steph, but I, that's just a preference, Gus. Yeah. All right, great conversation there. 402-464-5685. Interesting stuff. Appreciate John once again for a great call on a Friday morning. We'll be right back. We got uh, – I threw the first pitch at the Salt Dogs game yeah, last night. we need night, to sip. talk about this. And there was a former Husker that was involved in it as well that I had to go up against. We need to talk so about this. We'll, we'll dive into that a couple minutes here after the break. You're listening to Early Break on the Ticket 93.7.